Czech, Czech, Czech. Czech, 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 Czech. Ukrainian. Slovak. Well, in my Italian class, it was not only, first of all, did the professor call Catalan a dialect of Spanish, which mm. I have a lot of friends uh, uh, back in Barcelona that would uh, be, be, you know, rather upset with that yeah. classification. He also called uh, Czechia the Czech Republic, which, you know, very gauche. Ooh. Very, very elbows on the table of... Uh... <laughs> yes, that was <laughs> passive aggressive. This is the second time in the last like couple months I've done that. <laughs> I use that expression as a, as as to mean you know this is like kind of a minor infraction. Mm-hmm. But the other person had their elbows on the table and yeah. that was like a passive aggressive, yeah. stroke. So I'm taking an Italian class. Yeah, you are. I am taking a class, for the first time in some three and a half years. Haha, <laughs> classes. <Ouch. laughs> Damn it! It all comes around to bite me again. Yeah, you've had you've had those five years to. Lord it over me that you are beyond the realm of such matters. But no, you return. Why? For fun. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking an Italian class at a Seattle community college. Yeah, you are. And it's with a focus on eventually going to Italy and also a side focus of just I like learning languages, but I've been exclusively self-taught for the last eight years of learning languages. Brag about it. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I figured that it would probably be useful to get some more structure mm-hmm. structure, and try that environment out. And I will say it was, we didn't do a whole lot of actual language things the first day, uh, just because it's, you know, you have to get syllabus type stuff out of the way and going mm-hmm. around introducing ourselves and everything. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's a tremendously diverse class. Like, I was shocked yeah. by how there's a... Uh, there were a number of au pair from mm-hmm, Europe because mm-hmm. the requirement of the au pair program apparently is that you have to be taking classes while you're doing that. Apparently. Ah. 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 Yes. <coughs> and so <laughs> there was a there's there's a there's a German au pair in the class with a complete Valley Girl accent because she came <laughs> over here and the first place she went was California. Of course. And so yeah, my name is Nadine, and I'm gonna oh my gosh. yeah, it's great. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a woman from Cyprus, which I'd I'd never met anybody from Cyprus. Yeah. Uh, uh, but just very diverse. Uh, lots of people that apparently had been to Italy multiple times. Some of them, hmm. not knowing any Italian. Huh. Which is not how I'm going about it. Obviously. They lived to tell the tale, though. Yeah, I mean a lot of the, especially Florence and Venice and Rome, like big mm-hmm. places like that that are used to all the tourism. Yeah. You know, they have enough people that speak it like. Not even necessarily tourism-related people, just a lot of Italians speak yeah. English anyway. You just want to be able to live to tell the tale in Italian. Precisely. Okay. I- Italian. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so I am, I, am, I am doing that. That is a thing I am doing. I had started Italian work on my own a little bit with Duolingo and some other related research. I do want to get the Harry Potter in Italian. Mm-hmm. I know Mom has a copy of that. But, yeah, uh, she's the first three, I think. Okay. I saw a Goblet of Fire in French at the bookstore in West Seattle nice. yesterday, and I, I did not get it. Yeah. I just flipped to the page where, where, where Cedric dies. Oh, what? Different. <laughs> we have to put a spoiler <laughs> warning <laughs> from 1994. Two, two, two l'autre is the, the, mm. the other, not the spare. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of them. <laughs> it's a little more forgiving. At least he's, yeah, he's just not Potter. It's not that he's completely yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. If Wormtail had gotten confused, <laughs> like he'd, he'd never seen Harry in person, <laughs> and it's like Ewan McGregor and then not Scottish Ewan McGregor going, no, 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 kill that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Slick, the mm-hmm. was that the island yeah. reference? Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. You watched that in bio like I did? Uh, no, I watched it for sport. Wow. <laughs> All right. I really like you and McGregor, man. That's 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 fair. He's fun. Mm-hmm. He's fun enough to Steve watch Buscemi. that for in even. Yep. Is Buscemi in that? Yes. Okay. He's the guy who gets them out. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. I, I watched that movie before I knew who Steve Buscemi was. Yeah. So the prestige that comes with the Buscemi. Mm-hmm. When he was just a lizard. Mm-hmm. A li- a li- oh yes. Well, he wasn't a lizard. <laughs> did, you, did you agree with me calling Steve Buscemi a lizard before you got the Monsters Inc. reference? Monsters Inc. I was thinking, wasn't he? Uh, what? Wait, wasn't he Doctor Moreau also? In Spy, In Spy Kids, too. I was gonna say because yeah. he, he made like lizardy hybrids, but he, he made sli- lizard. lizards. Yes, but he was a lizard. He was also in Monsters Inc. Randall. Randall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he's and which after seeing him in all of those things, it's very strange and wonderful to see him in uh, Boardwalk. Boardwalk Empire, and such mm-hmm. where he's very good and plays a very awesome dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's in that. Charlie Cox. Oh yes, he's what's his face? James, I think is his name. Seems like someone who would be named James. Uh, <laughs> 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 anything else things. we want? How'd World War Two end? <laughs> isn't this? Isn't that his? Isn't that his thing? Doesn't he like die in things? He doesn't die in Daredevil. Not yet. No, well, now we won't get the chance to know, <laughs> will we? Oh no! I, they no. canceled it. Season three was so good, and they canceled it because mm. well, it's not going to be back on Netflix because they're trying to switch it to the like proprietary Disney streaming service. Mm-hmm. And I am upsetty. Art though. Mm-hmm. It was such a good season. It was so good. It was so good. There's one like <clears throat> long sequence. It's like it's kind of like Birdman, where it's like it's meant to look like one shot, and it's probably not all. But like they do the little camera tricks and stuff of him like escaping a prison, not where he was a prisoner, but where he was like visiting, and then like hijinks happened Mm -hmm. and it lasts for like 15 or 20 minutes and it's like fighting down corridors and like going around and all this stuff it's so cool Mm. it's so cool it's a good show and they canceled it they canceled it but we get another season of the punisher Mm -hmm. appropriately (laughs) a punishment uh speaking of movie things now i'm just sad yes (laughs) (laughs) uh number one Hmm. big wreck to if beale street could talk okay definitely go Watch that. Okay. Do it. What? Do in, in your face. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to know anything about it? Um, you don't need to. I don't know how much you know about it to start. I know the title, and I saw Johnny Sun tweeted about it this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a seventies New York love story of two two people. Okay. And their their struggle against the system. I'm sold. And it's great. Yeah. The the it has a very distinct, very strong uh, style of what do you call it? Shots. Cinematography? Yeah. Uh, which is very, I don't know, uh, uh, as, as Johnny Sun tweeted about as well, one particular example of that, but it has a very, like, throughout, a very consistent, interesting look to it. Hmm. And all of the, like, all the period music is very good and yeah, all that kind of stuff. What's Her Face won the Golden Globe for supporting actress in that? What's Her Face? Yes. Who played the, the female lead? I don't remember the actor's name. Actress's name. Okay. But yeah, that. Secondly, uh, we watched Isle of Dogs again last <gasps> night. It was very good. Togoro. <laughs> Togoro. Was it? In, was it enjoyed? It was enjoyed. It is. It is good. 
It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, uh, <laughs> I love how, you know, unsubtle it is with its political, uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> message. It's very yeah. good. <laughs> it's quite wonderful. Spotze. 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 Dogoro. Biscuto. Biscuto. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're. <coughs> this is the Make His Bow Cry segment of the podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, pu- pu- podcast. <laughs> of the Bubkus. <laughs> Welcome to the Bubkus podcast, where we. Oh, that's a great Bubkus podcast. Bubkus yeah. podcast. Tongue twister. Unique New York. Such a Yuchis del Penjat. Uh, what? <laughs> you having there's a, there's a great there's, <laughs> there's a great Catalan tongue twister about uh, 16 judges who eat the damned man's liver. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> Sixteen angry men. Wait, wait. What is it? Run it, run it by me again. So, so, so. You uh, want to write it out? I, no, I'm going to look it up. Okay. And this is because we can edit out this part of the. Doodle, doodle, doodle. This is where all the controversy comes in. Hot take. Uh, um, raisins, better than they're given credit for. Disgust. Nah. <laughs> what? Disagree. What? Are the raisins. Not raisins in stuff. Maybe like like cinnamon raisin bread. But I feel like raisin they deserve more credit, you know? This is to all the raisins out there. Just trying to trying their best, being overshadowed <coughs> by the dried mangoes and the dried cranberries okay. of Here's the, the tongue twister. <laughs> raisins are weird, but we'll get back to that. <laughs> tongue twister. Yes. Setcha yuches dun yuchat menjin fetcha dun penjat. Sel panjat is despanjes is menjariel setches fetches del setches yuches kalan yuchat. Translation. Sixteen judges of a court eat the liver of a hanged man. And if the hanged man comes off, he would eat the livers of the sixteen judges who judged him. Ooh. Spicy. Spicy. Oh, that's unsettling, and I'm over here. <laughs> we didn't start with my classic I don't like looking at you this much but I think it's because I'm not actually looking at you that much uh-huh. I have to like I have to work to look at you because we're both facing the same direction yes like the Adams family is that what they did they but faced not. the same direction N- I mean <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a song in the the stage musical version of Adams family where a girl sings about being pulled in a new direction there's the a Adams family musical direction. Adam's yeah. Family Musical? Yeah. Nathan Lane was in it. B.B. Newworth was in it. Krista Rodriguez. Wesley Taylor, maybe? In the original? It was in, like, the... I want to say the late 90s. Hmm. When it first premiered. Tongue twisters. We got a little <laughs> off track. Uh-huh. These six sausages here are so dry. Uh, yes, but... one about sad tigers. Sad tigers. But speaking of... Tres tristes tigres. Trabai, trabago. But... They're sad tigers. <coughs> languages are fun things to learn. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they? And we return <laughs> to the topic charming, at hand. Charming discuss- I mean, we can go My back to... My apologies for having fun over... <laughs> Steve Buscemi fish or sad whatever tigers. is the... I just Hor- the horsefly. Finding Nemo. What? Horse, horsefly from Spy Kids 2. Horsefly. Like he combined all the yes horsefly uh huh horsefly 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 <laughs> spaceship <laughs> <laughs> languages are fun to yes mm-hmm. so I've recently begun begun reignited re re reenkindled right uh 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 recommenced rebegun begun again begun anew begun afresh rekindle hey, hey. Ah. that's a yearbook theme uh my 
language studying. Yes. So in an official capacity. In an official capacity, with eyes toward travel in the future. So I thought we could talk today about languages and learning them mm-hmm. and travel things mm-hmm. in general. So why don't you speak to those topics? <laughs> <laughs> well, to start off, so what has been your experience in learning languages thus far? What you don't get in the audio version of this is the the look of fear, I think, that just came across <laughs> me. As I imagined uh, CGP Gray's ears perking up somewhere over to the to the east. Hey, 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 we're, we're too hushy-hush on the we're stealing all their topics. <laughs> <laughs> we're our own, we're a strong independent podcast. We don't need no hello internet. If they want to listen to this enough to file some sort of complaint, I welcome it. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience learning languages began in kindergarten kind of Mm. technically Mm -hmm. where your one teacher who you had i was at the school just for the one year before we moved and there was like after school spanish stuff Mm -hmm. and you older kiddos got to do actual things and then there were like four of us who were little little kindergarten kiddos who sat in the corner and if i recall correctly mostly ate snacks and (laughs) built a little fort like and were painted your faces like native americans yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in recess? Yes. Mm-hmm. And colored pictures of Winnie the Pooh with, like, labels that were in ah. Spanish. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was that was my first foray. First, first like, official <laughs> official foray, um, being that I did French for four years in high school. Mm-hmm. I have not continued this study through my time at this, what's this called? College. Institution. Yes. University or whatever. Um, that you allegedly attend? Yes. But definitely heard a lot of different languagey things, even without doing the official capacity with that. In that, our parents both speak Spanish, and Dad does a bunch more than that. All of them, yes. All of all of the languages. Mm-hmm. And me. And you. I'm obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> so you took four years of high school French, which is one year more than I took. Yeah. And what was your what was your experience like in those classes and how much do you feel how how well do you feel those classes prepared you for actually say going somewhere mm. like Quebec or France or Thailand or somewhere and actually speaking French to people for real. Right. Um I think the first 2 years were some solid progress towards that and into maybe the first half of the third year in that we we went from we got a, re- a really solid base of basic terminology and conjugating stuff and beginning to put sentences together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then into the third year, we did a bit more writing, a bit more prolonged like conversational practice. From then on out, there was there were like some staffing changes in my school, so then it was kind of inconsistent, and we weren't making the general upward progress that we had been, I don't think, in terms of increasing ability. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like if, like if, as of, like December of my junior year of high school, if you dropped me in Quebec, I might not have done it super smoothly or s- with a whole lot of an air of being su- suave around me, mm-hmm. which is what I always try to maintain. Yeah, just like you do in <laughs> English. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> then I like you know I would have been I would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But I am no longer at that point, partly from not having done it for a long time and partly from the last bit being more fractured and kind of disjointed and mm-hmm. weird. 
so I had sort of the opposite experience in that first and second year French I learned some stuff, but the experience of it wasn't super great just because there were a lot of people that just didn't care at all about the language thing, mm. were just there to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And so by the third year, which was no longer absolutely required, um, you only are required, at least in the Kent district, to have two years of a language to graduate high school. Although universities usually need three yeah. um, to be accepted. But so once you get to the third year, you've called out some of the people that don't really care about it, that don't really want to be there, mm -hmm. and are more focused. Um, at my high school in particular, the French teacher was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And the teachers for all of the Spanish classes were all various forms of dreadful. <laughs> so it ended up in this kind of effect where a lot of the most serious students at Kent Lake ended up taking French just because we knew that we would A, have more fun, mm -hmm. and B, have a better chance of actually retaining things that might be useful. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Even though it, you could very fairly say Spanish has more utility as a thing to learn, Yeah, the odds were that we weren't going to learn that much Spanish with crappy teachers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can transfer knowledge from French over to Spanish very easily. Yeah, And so... Starting in that, that third year, my senior year, uh, it was a much smaller class size. It was maybe 15 people and just people that were there to learn, mm -hmm. which I think made it made it more focused and we had more fun. We were able to try more difficult stuff and things like that. Drawing cats out of accent marks. Sure. I'm really talking about doing that. Well, like, like, try my own. Oh, yeah, because you've you got the egg you for the yeah. eyes. And the, okay, I could see that. Yeah. I don't remember doing that, but... Yeah. Uh, but this is also a feature that I, I felt in the in the Italian class was that, in contrast, especially against um, a lot of the most of the university classes I was in, like, everybody's there for Italian because they want to be there. Mm -hmm. Where even right, uh, even classes that some of the classes that were interesting or not so interesting at the university level, like most of them were required in one form or another. Mm -hmm. There were very few classes, with the exception of maybe the history of the modern Middle East for me and the Sharia law class, mm -hmm. were probably the only two for me that were absolutely just complete freebies yeah. I was just doing for fun. And even then, some of the people there weren't were just taking them because they had to. The, like history the, majors and GDEV and whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the Middle East one in particular, there were a lot of people in there that were just kind of eh yeah. about it. And that was also true for a lot of the business and accounting classes, where even if you know, it's a it's a subject that you're good at. It's not necessarily something you're pumped about. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so just the experience of, of being in a room with a bunch of people that are like, we're excited to be here, like we're going to be focused towards learning this thing. It's mm -hmm. a lot more like that upper division the last year of the French classes that we had in that yeah. way, which I think is going to be better for everybody. Yeah, I love me some enthusiasm. Right? Right? Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> As we just max out the waveforms. <laughs> we we'll fix that in post. Uh, so you have left the country. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Um, yes. You have left the country. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Soldier boy has sent you a cease and desist form, and you have been forced to flee. <laughs> You've left the country a couple of times. Once. Uh huh. To Acapulco when you were very small. Yep. With us, so a couple times to Canada. Yep. When you were less small. Yep. Uh, but you have not uh, substantively been out of the country of your own free will yet. Uh, you have done some traveling around the U.S. Yeah. Hmm. What, what are some What are some domestic 
travel destinations that you have in mind for the next several years, places you might like to go to? Ooh. Ooh. Start domestic and then... And then yeah. yeah. I... <laughs> I'm just entertaining myself looking at the waveforms now. This is not professional recording. Um, More of the East Coast, I think, is what I've had in mind for a while. Like Massachusetts, hmm. Maine, Connecticut. Like that, just because I haven't spent a lot of time there in that region of the country ever. I've been in the JFK airport in New York, but I don't count that as like being in New York. Mm-hmm. And I've liked being in DC and Alexandria, mm-hmm. um, Virginia when we've been there. Just more of the east east coast of the country because we've like I've done the south thing. I've done the kind of middle thing, uh, a lot of it on the way to the south thing. Yes. Like lots of Colorado, lots of Oregon, lots of Washington, Montana, Yellowstone kind of areas, but the other coast is is foreign to me. Mm-hmm. I would like to go there. I don't know like specific places necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you pick any of those places, and you're talking about you know historical things, cultural things. There's mm-hmm. there's, there's there's a little bit of it over there. I wanna, I wanna go in the Atlantic Ocean. There you go. Sploosh. Just Sploosh. not like in in Florida, though. If my roommate ends up doing what she would most love to do and she becomes a vet for the animal kingdom at Disney World. That might finally get me <laughs> to Florida. <laughs> That'd be so cool, right? There you go, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be my, my one reason <laughs> to go to Florida. I will support you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that sounds like, sounds like some good, good travel goals. I forget, have you been in California? Because I haven't. No. We were in, again, we were in the airport <laughs> no. when I was or whatever but mm-hmm. no I have not been in California proper mm-hmm. that's that's on one of my <clears throat> one of my one of my things I have I have ideas for places to go kind of all over yeah but there's a couple of like I would want to spend less time in LA but there's a couple of shows that are out there regularly and mm-hmm. things to see that way yeah it'd be cool to do the what's it called the train that goes is it Starlight Coast I think so. It goes all the way from somewhere up here to somewhere down there, Pacific or vice Express versa. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that could be fun. If Run you have by time. by <laughs> uh, Tropical Edition Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'd be cool. That would be fun, and it's very. I mean, that's a very pretty mm-hmm. train route. Lots of mountains, obviously, to get yeah. from here to there. Bonus points if we get to murder Johnny Depp. Did, yes. Yeah. Rip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't wish him to rest in peace. No. Okay. Well, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, you'll just have to answer for him uh, haunting you now. I can take him. <laughs> me, me and my bold statement my, from Ms. Me Sixteen friends can take him. <laughs> Six, Sixteen judges. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Johnny, hey Johnny. <laughs> hey Johnny, I've got a new I've got a new franchise. You can come in and make less fun. It's uh it's in my basement. Do you want to come check <laughs> it out? <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> yeah, he uh, he really ruined pirates for you, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched past the second pirates one. That's probably fine. I watched like the first ten minutes of At World's End, but I was very flu-y at that time, and so I'm not sure how much of it I imagined. 
Ah. <laughs> How much of it was real? How much was a fever dream? And yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Javier Bardem's in one of the more recent ones. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. Jack Sparrow. Nice. Because he's Spanish. Is he Spanish? Mm-hmm. He's Spanish. He's Catalan. Catalan. Uh, yes. So, speaking of Catalan. Uh, so then, <laughs> speaking of language. <laughs> rest the steering wheel back from my clutches. <laughs> uh, who's driving the car? Yes. Uh, I've got the new space. So beyond, damn it. Ha ha. <laughs> Uh, beyond the east coast of your United States of yes. America, what are some other international destinations you have your eye on? Perhaps in a longer term view. Um, I want to go to Norway because mm. ancestry or whatever all soon looks super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is that where the Trolltunga is? The what? Trolltunga. The what? The troll troll tongue. It's the thing that oh. sticks out over the. Like you, you dangle your legs off it because it's like thousands of feet above the the sharp rocks at the pointy ocean rocks. Bring it on! Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't remember where. Maybe Alston's the one that looks like if you took Amsterdam and then like dropped it down fifteen more feet closer to sea level. So it's like it's not on the water; it's like in the water. Oh, and it's super cool. Oh yeah, because they've got like little boats going around. That's like their taxi service or whatever. Yeah, it's like and all, all the like yeah. brightly colored houses, mm-hmm. pastelly colored houses. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I've yeah. heard it's very pretty mm-hmm. in Norway. Amsterdam would be cool. Scotland would be cool. I do... Yes, I would love to take gentle sips of tea <laughs> in a cafe in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reading my mind so precisely. Um, tea, huh? Yeah. And again, I, I recognize in saying all these things that these are places where there's a lot of English spoken. And I wonder if there's maybe some relationship between my being unsure of my language abilities and my, like, even imagining where I could go. Hmm. Like, if I had more confidence here, would I be saying, like, yeah, I want to go to... Outside of western Europe places. Mm-hmm. It to would be, f- be cool to go to France, but I don't. I don't know. To be fair, a lot of Eastern <laughs> Europe places are pretty scary. So right now, so I wouldn't necessarily yeah. recommend all of them. Yeah, I feel like the bar for an American tourist coming over and communicating with people in their mm-hmm. native language is pretty low for people to be very impressed and very receptive to you. The whole mm-hmm. like if you if you show enough, show that you care enough to know more than the like fifty phrases in the guidebook or whatever, yeah. that you can actually sort of at least start to engage them in conversation mm-hmm. or something. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I understand that same hesitation. Like, oh, like, like my French isn't good enough to do that and whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, I spent a day in, in Perpignan. Mm-hmm. And I went to Barcelona and I hadn't brushed up on French at all, but it was fine. Yeah. You know. Heard similar things from my um, philosophy. Professor spent, like, a solid chunk of time, like, six months or something in Germany without having done a lot of preparation, just, like, what he knew from high school and maybe one or two college classes mm-hmm. as a study abroad. And he said that there, that was very much also the the attitude towards it. it was, like, he was trying his best and just, like, rattling off and trying to put things together. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> you're doing it. Cool guy. Come yeah. come drink with us. Well, imagine, right, yeah, if, if the reverse were true and you had a foreign yeah. exchange student from France and generally their English is going to be better than that. But, like, mm-hmm. but if it weren't, it would be, you know, fine as long as you're with reasonable people. Mm-hmm. The difference being that most people in the U.S. don't fluently speak a second language. But yeah, you hear things like, 
oh, you know, uh, French people are so rude. Uh, Paris, they hate you. It's like, well, if you go over there and yell at them in English. and yeah. It's like trying to imagine the yeah. reverse would be, right? Were you if just you're crappy a, to them? In, okay. Well, it's like imagining the reverse, imagining a, a, a tourist yelling Mandarin at a dude in New York, you know. That dude's not going to be super receptive to that, nor right. helpful. It's like, yeah, you have to meet them where they're at. Mm-hmm. Also, I've not been to Paris, but I get the impression from speaking to people that it's kind of similar to New York, where it's like they get that there's a lot of tourist stuff going on, but they're also more trying to be their own city mm-hmm. more than more than some places that are. They like they they align their vibrations in the tourist way, if you will. Like some, where? Some place like Venice, like mm. certain parts of Barcelona mm-hmm. are like that. The um, the Barigotic and, and other places like that. Um, places that, like, they make that more of their identity. Mm-hmm. Where Paris is like, we have all this cool stuff, but also, like, we're, we have, like, stuff to do. Yeah. Know. Like, if you're in Venice and you're saying, no, screw you, tourists, like, you're in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can just be a person more so elsewhere. Yeah. I heard through my Italian professor that Venice and apparently also Florence are considering measures that would install a tax for entering the city Hmm. because there are so many tourists going through it and this puts a strain on it's getting like broken down everything and especially venice has particular logistical Mm -hmm. issues that other places don't have being on a little gross swampy grotto thing that people think is very romantic (laughs) they're not gonna write that on the back of the postcard (laughs) i'm I'm not i'm not with their with their department of tourism Uh, it's true um, I'm sure it's a lovely place. Also, you're a little gross, swampy grotto thing, <laughs> for the record. Thank you. Let it be. Yes, please take that down. Mm-hmm. Um, it is known. Yes. Uh, no, actually, I have heard that Venice is wonderful in the winter, partly because there are many fewer people there, mm. but also it's just supposed to be nice. I don't know. Yeah. Like I was in, I was in Barcelona in late November and early December, and which was kind of fun. Not only because it's it's similar winter to here except less rain mm-hmm. um, and maybe a little warmer even yeah more more temperate just because it's right on the mediterranean but also you get to get in the all the christmas markets and yeah that side of stuff which is cool mold wine mm-hmm. i don't know that i would want to go to the mediterranean in the summer between the number of tourists yeah. there and the general gross stickiness like i like walking places mm-hmm. especially when i'm touristing yeah if you will. Yes. <laughs> and so that, that that does not seem like the optimal yeah. way to go. Yeah. No, my um, my boss's family went to France and Italy this last summer, and they wanted to do the, what is it, the Cinque Terre mm-hmm. hike that goes along, or between the, the five cities. It's like Vernazza and something, somewhere, Almare. I don't know. I used to have this all down pat. Mm-hmm. Um they one of the projects that I did then was putting together like how they could do that because different sections of it were closed because uh-huh. like landslides and worn down from the number of people who do it and they were like limiting the number of people who were allowed in a day to go off. Okay. So it was like a, this weird roundabout like because there are trains that go in and among each of them as well so you could like you don't have to go around all five if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You could like start at one end and then like go down two and then train the rest or whatever but it's a it's a that's a big that's a big impact on the place itself and the then the experience of it for people who come after you if you're Mm -hmm. like stamping down 
all the things. Well, this is why they were they were talking about instituting a similar policy at certain national parks for the mm. preservation of, like, uh, I believe, I think, I don't know if it was for Yellowstone in general or just Old Faithful in particular, mm. but limiting the number of people that are allowed to go there in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, the same for Machu Picchu. The number of hats that go into Old Faithful. Yes. Yeah. Um, which also, and now that the federal government is shut down, you see that thing the other day for the people that went into Joshua Tree and cut down a bunch of trees so they could go four-wheeling. And yeah. Yeah. People, people are great, but... There's nowhere else you can go four wheeling, I'm sure. Mm-mm. Yeah, so that's that's probably a good thing to preserve. Mm-hmm. They're the Lorax. Mm-hmm. Joshua the Lorax. Danny DeVito's gonna come down from on high. <laughs> <laughs> how much can I pay to have him not? <laughs> Nicole's alarm is how bad can I be? <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to start her day off right. <laughs> Wow. It's also so quiet. Like, sometimes I'm up a little bit before her, and I'll be, like, getting ready, and I'll have one earbud in listening to whatever I'm listening to, and her alarm will go off, and I won't hear it. Because mm-hmm. it's so quiet. But she bolts straight up right out of bed as though a, a gunshot has gone off. Mm-hmm. Whereas I need to be, like, repeatedly smacked in the face with something <laughs> to have that That's same That's why reaction. I'm here. Smash, smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sibling rivalry. <laughs> After twenty years, <laughs> we're finally getting it to work. Uh, uh, you know, we're we're just late late bloomers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like like bloomers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am upsetty. <laughs> what was that? I had I had a funny joke today. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <clears throat> now I've forgotten it. You've seen um, you've seen. Don't let this be another airport joke. Nope, You've sure seen not. Into the Spider-Verse, yes? Yes, I have. Why is... Yes, he... Audience, um, he's eating a cookie, so leaned as far back, like a reverse smooth criminal kind of a deal, <laughs> so as to not get it in the pop filter, but I'm still here. Um, why is P- Peter B. from the Into the Spider-Verse movie not very proficient with... Um, Maneuvering his car into a specific spot along the side of the road in order to stop it. Is that because he's a he's he's a he's a parallel parker? He's a he's not a very good parallel parker. Ah <laughs> Peter B. Burn. <laughs> My apologies, Peter. You know he's P- Jewish. Peter, Peter Burn Parker. Yes. He's Jewish? He's Jewish. In the little montage when he's like, I did all these things, I saved the city, I got married, they stomp on he stomps on a glass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were all these things, not to, we might have to, like, dip toes into this and then, like, back right out, but there were all these people um, on the internet, which, mistake, right? Um, <sighs> who put them there? Who were like, were like, Peter Parker can't be Jewish. His whole, a bunch of his arc thing is, like, guilt, and that's a Catholic thing. <laughs> You're like, hang on. <laughs> gonna... Wait, wait, wait. They're, they're that... Like racist, but they don't know the stereotypes about. Oh, okay, anyway, great. Yeah, <sighs> they're they're just they're a little confused <laughs> today. Just to, to, only today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm. I mean, it's bad enough that Spider-Man's uh, Hispanic, but yeah, yeah. that's that's Jewish. Black so far. and Puerto Rican. Not in not in not in my town. It's in the other <laughs> town. I don't, I don't. I don't live in New York. <laughs> <laughs> not in Baltimore. It isn't. And may I be frank? Ah, sorry. <sighs> I'll pick that up later. Poor thing. 
A meta, a meta joke. Meta joke. Meta joke. That is comedy. Oh, comedy, sir. Yes, yes. quite. So, mm-hmm. I've not had such thrills since the last time we. More than my poor, poor old Victorian heart can handle. Mm-hmm. My 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 humors are all all a whisk. They've been whisked. <laughs> <laughs> Was that whisking noises? Like if you're if you're like whisking Sound a like li- whisking a liquid, like whisking eggs. <laughs> it's like some sort of helicopter or, yeah. Wait, that was good. Wait, can you actually roll ours now? Not I don't know if I can do it in words. I can just like make Perry the platypus. Hermano. Hermano. Okay. Or, or wait, what's 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 a what's a double, double R. <laughs> Herrera. Herrera. There you go, yeah. It's it feels a Herrera. little choppy. It is, but Herrera. like you can do it at least. Herrera. Herrera. It's funky how Gutierrez. there's some like commonalities between that and like the tapped R's in Scottish stuff, mm-hmm. like in Mary Queen of Scots. Yes. That Mary should be able to marry whomever she wants to marry. Mm-hmm. The Mary, Mary, Mary. 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 Mary, Mary, it's not, Raun, it's not Raun, it's Raun. 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 Not Raun. Raun. <laughs> like a mongoose. <laughs> Raun. You know, Raun. mongoose sounds. Ricky ticky tally. Raun, Raun, Raun. There's mouth noises. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else, uh, pressing you'd like to discuss? I don't know. I feel like this has been very, this has been very, like, formal. How are you? How are you? What How is your you stance doing? on the new tax policy that's been on this? Oh boy! <laughs> I am. Oh boy! I am good. Yeah. Yep. You want to do highlights and lowlights, happies and crappies, hopes and hurdles? Happy. Oh. Happies and crappies is like the young life version. I did hopes and hurdles with my floor last year, where we would meet on Sunday nights mm-hmm. and talk about either like it was up to whatever like whatever people wanted to share or were comfortable with sharing, <clears throat> either from. The la- really with the thought of like looking back at this last week and looking forward into the next week, like what's something that you're looking forward to or you're excited about or something that's going well, so a hope. And then something that like you're we're working through and like maybe you're having some trouble with and mm. da, 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 a hurdle. Hopes and hurdles is very catchy and alliterative and it hasn't carried through to this year and I'm sad about it. You can you can be 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 the change. Be the hurdle you wish to see in the world. Yes. Uh, hmm. Ow. <laughs> see, hitting, um, accidentally knocking my various limbs on my desk is more fun now because if I do it right, <laughs> the ukulele rings. Great. That's, I don't know if that that's, came that's through. That's healthy. Is it in the drawer? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's where it goes. Nice. And then the piano's over there. Of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to go first? <laughs> um, do do you do you have a hope first? I have a hope. Been getting back into the the social aspect of being here, mm-hmm. which is good. We had movie night last night, and what you watch? We watched Solo. Oh, nice. And I was the only person in there who'd seen it before, so it was, I like, I know, right? Um, but I, like turned around during the one of the reveal things. Mm-hmm. And just like watch people's faces, <laughs> that was fun. Um, but no, they enjoyed it. Um, and we have like, because I wasn't here for movie night, 
last week because I was off with the with the rich people. Um, but no, it's good to get back into that, and we're like making plans for other stuff during the week. Whereas like last week, as people were getting into the groove of being back into classes, it was a little bit more like isolated. And I am a like social hummingbird. Yeah, like the the sipping nectar out of everyone you meet. <laughs> the social interaction is like my Dunkin' Donuts, you know. I, I run on. <laughs> Isabel runs on people. Yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. <laughs> but no, no. I saw Soylent at Seven Eleven. That made me sad. Anyway. Yeah. Um. No, that's been that's mm-hmm. been that's been good stuff. I like people. It would drive me nuts if I just like went to class and came back here and did schoolwork and went to dinner and came back here and did schoolwork and never did anything else. Mm-hmm. There's so many people around. You can do things. You can play Smash Bros. We had First Friday on Friday. First we, Friday. Yes. The event that they do that um, Stubb does once a quarter for the first Friday of the quarter where it's like various games and stuff for the first Friday of fall quarter there was the glow paint dance thing where we all were they had like black lights and we were all supposed to wear a bunch of white and then among other people the president of the university shot us with glow in the dark Mm. or black light reactive paint stuff Mm -hmm. this time it was like you had a bunch of different options for the first section of it there was mini golf there was laser tag um they had mario kart and smash bros set up in the gym there was a truck selling, or not selling, giving away fair scones, like the Fisher scones that you get at the state fair. I want unfair scones. Go on. <laughs> and then there was a, a silent disco for the second half of it. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. And then, like, for all intents and purposes, when we got back, like, my feet hurt <laughs> and I was tired, but I was, like, zazzed on, on people energy. <laughs> you got to rephrase that. <laughs> I can zazz, uh-huh. bruv. It was great. Excellent. It was great. Yes, that was my hope. Is 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 a continuing and further increasing extrapolation. Of, yes, mm-hmm. more more of the people time, but also with the hope ah, that um, <laughs> that won't come at the expense of me getting stuff done. Yes, see podcast whatever one number that was. One, yeah, yeah. Was that the first one? I don't know. That we, we published. I don't know. We published That's two. Your job. One. <laughs> One was the, the time balance, and the other was... Politics stuff? Oh, My yeah, birthday. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the first one, work-life balance. Okay. Yeah, that is my hope. Mm-hmm. What is your hope? Uh, my hope is that I will be moving for the eighth year in a row or whatever <laughs> at the end of uh, my current lease. Yeah? Uh, but... This for for fun reasons this time and with months to prepare and yeah. plan and save up money for. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a podcast exclusive. Podcast exclusive. <laughs> At least to my knowledge, move into move into West mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah, so um, we're gonna find a place that has a balcony. Nice. Which is the the thing. Um, current place in West Seattle does not have a balcony. Mm-hmm. So this is the the. Yeah, but our 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 incomes combined, we yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So could so. stand out in and have dramatic moments. And plants. 
You could go <laughs> really plants. You could go but... have some Mars bars or some Milky Ways. Yeah, or pancakes. <laughs> that's but, cool. Yeah, but so that's. I mean, obviously, moving is obnoxious, but also I've done it. Mm-hmm. Like I say, literally every single year for a long time. A long time, and then even before that, uh, a number of times before. Yeah. That so, but and like this is the first time that I've had this much notice or mm-hmm. or actual uh, uh, exciting reasons to be doing it. When's the lease up? My lease is up the end of June. Okay. So then that the other question is, what are my current roommates going to do? Are they going to try to find a third person to mm. live in the closet that is my bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a shorter person than you. Yes. Or are they going to take their money in, which they have way too much of, and uh, stem uh, people? Am I right? Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> and 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 go find some fancier two bedroom place for about the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah. But that's so that's cool. that's yeah. Planning things and logistics are easy to th- take care of when it's that far in advance. Um. And so yeah, so that'll be that. That is a hope. The what's the what's the other one? Harry hurt. Like you're harried by something. <laughs> hurdle. 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 Okay. Hurdle. Uh, the hurdle, as for me, as for about uh, two million people in the general area, mm-hmm. is the viaduct closure. Yeah. Which, uh, as I live presently, uh, right on ninety nine. Right. And okay. need to commute in, even coming in from West Seattle, also on ninety nine. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. It's worse for me actually, um, up north by the zoo, because they're restricting ninety nine to one lane for everything at a certain point just north of the city. So including buses and yeah. cars. So that's not happening. Yeah. Uh, so I've the the good news about that is I've been able to switch around my work hours to work earlier um, than normal during this time, which is nice to have that flexibility at work so I can go in and try to avoid both ends of the commute that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I uh, live in a place where it's fairly convenient to take the light rail in. It will take mm-hmm. more time than my commute would have, but my regular commute is going to take longer as well. Yeah. So I pop over to the UW light rail station yeah. and, and light rail in, which which I practiced on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and ended up taking maybe 40, 45 minutes total, mm-hmm. um, which is not bad, especially because that the route getting from my place to UW shouldn't be really affected by traffic at all. So that's that's a nice thing about it. Mm-hmm. But it's just getting around everywhere is going to suck for a long time. Wow. And especially getting from downtown to West Seattle is not going to be fun. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a hurdle. Mm-hmm. It's just going to mean like getting up earlier. Hopefully, not getting that much less sleep. But like, mm-hmm. uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's only so early you can reasonably you know go yeah. to bed and all these kind of things. Yeah. So, and I would also anticipate that it, right, it's not only me that will be affected by that, but I think, I don't know if my coworkers quite all comprehend mm. what's actually happening. I don't know that people at large really understand how big of a deal this is probably going to be. Yeah. And so my fear is that they're all just going to, like, do the normal thing. Yeah. And it's going to end up being really terrible. Or a bunch of people change their routine for the first couple of days, decide it's fine, and then go in at normal time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We will see. Yeah. I wish that Seattle had better metro options of all types, including light rail, because mm-hmm. light rail, you know, isn't affected by traffic and mm-hmm. it's a wonderful, wonderful modern tool. Speaking of travel, 
going to Barcelona, and Barcelona is about the physical size of Seattle, but it has three or four times as many people in it, hmm. and it just works fine because yeah. they have this awesome subway system. They have apparently good buses that I've never used. Yeah, but everybody lives on top of each other. You have these enormous hundred, two hundred unit buildings that just like all as long as it's on the subway station, like it all works out somehow. Mm-hmm. So that's my hurdle for this month and maybe more. Yeah. What about you? Right now, what feels like the most pressing thing is sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit wonky. Most, mm, there were a couple days this last week that I was in bed by midnight and it was great. Um, And then there were other days that I was trying to do too much. And then I made the mistake of like, sitting down on either my bed or my roommate's bed and being like, it must be a couple <laughs> minutes. And then it's it's Nicole going, Isabel, <laughs> uh-huh. at like one in the morning going, you have contacts in, you dweeb. <laughs> Take them out before you go to bed. And then like last night when I was finishing up. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> screaming, screaming from the hall. Oh my gosh, that's a corgi. Me too, Sarah. Uh-huh. Wait, is there a corgi here? I don't know. I met a corgi yesterday. Two days ago. Did you? Named Lily. She was very nice. Lily. Um, she was black and white and tan. Mm-hmm. Um, but not last night, I didn't go to bed until like four in the morning, partially because we had movie night, but like that's not something I'm going to skimp on. Mm-hmm. Um, that like going to bed is definitely <clears throat> not in the, within uh, two standard deviations of the mean. <laughs> uh-huh. Of when I usually go to bed, but just like being more consistent about it because I don't know, it's good to have consistency somewhere. And also, when we talk about balancey things, and that will maybe make me better reckon with like if I'm going to be in bed by midnight, I can't like I have to make effective use of my time school work wise between you know getting out of class at 420, um, and going to dinner at. 5.30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can't, like, come back and be like, blah, I've been in class. I'm going to watch Series of Unfortunate Events. Be like, I could later if just to, like, have a hard and fast deadline so yeah. I don't get into the the, mm-hmm. the trap of, like, oh, I can do this in a little bit and a little bit and a little bit if I'm cutting myself off at, like, 11.30 mm-hmm. to go get ready for bed and read a little bit for something that's not yes. a brick mm-hmm. and go to bed. That would be good. My, my stats prof commented on I have a ugh, I'm in a history of American foreign policy class this quarter with a, one of the textbooks that is it's like Order of the Phoenix um, just about a thousand pages long and the size of I don't know, is that a brick? It's like a couple bricks like a couple bricks it's pretty it's pretty it's uh it's a thick it's a big chunker it's a thick and resilient trash bag you know not wimpy 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 yes hefty 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 uh my my textbook for my giant glass was five dollars on amazon and it's this thick it's pretty great <laughs> i'm upsetty <laughs> it's too bad smugness doesn't make a noise you are my spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> But at my um, my stats class is a flipped classroom, so like we do mm. notes stuff, and then when we're in there, we're just like doing activity simulation practice with it. Mm-hmm. And like I brought yes, I had to bring the 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 what you call it, big chonker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what's what's the oh, chungus is the big ch- 
the the absolute unit yes. of a foreign policy textbook to that class because it's uh, there's only a ten minute break in between yeah. the two, um, and my professor sat down next to us to like check in with how we were doing and before he said a word to us about what we were doing he just locked eyes with Ben Franklin on the cover <laughs> and was like that is a paperweight <laughs> it's <laughs> a weight of paper that is a bludgeon <laughs> but that is a blunt force object blunt force object so TL- TLDR social time good We're not going to sleep enough less good but yeah. working on it TLDR moving yes Yay. hurdle travel Time commute. transit yep. commute all time. the all the all the cars yeah mm-hmm. so many so many cars so silly yeah yeah we rolled over the viaduct for the last time um, on the way back from trivia mm-hmm. Wednesday we said a fond fond farewell yeah when's the run Super Bowl Sunday when's that the third I think okay I hope that the the viaduct stuff gets to go smoothly as it can. Mm-hmm. For the the work itself, because I meant like can you imagine like being somebody who's like doing the construction stuff, working on that, and just having to hear people complain about it all the time. How mm-hmm. like demoralizing that would be. That would be like and like difficulties of it that are out of your control, because construction is hard and complicated, and this is a big heckin' deal. You mm-hmm. know, that it can just go the way that they want it to go. So then we can move forward with our lives mm-hmm. and talk about something else with grocery store cashiers. <laughs> you talk to grocery store cashiers? From time to time. Okay. You're at, Well, I guess there are some places I go that don't have them. Yeah. At Trader Joe's, I do. Yeah. That's a good point. I've refused to use them at Ballard Market for some reason. I don't know why. Probably use cashiers? <laughs> use the automated. Oh. Because they have them now, but it's like, well, a... I often have a lot of either, well, yes, alcohol, and also, like, bulk items that are obnoxious to enter. Chocolate-covered honeycomb. <laughs> <laughs> You're mistaking me for Taylor, but no, yes. Uh, so, I mean, you can't you can't take alcohol through the self-checkout because yeah. you've got to get the person over to sign off your yeah, thing. Yeah, so whatever. either way. You're yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, 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 did you hear my contact move just then? Yeah, is it, did it go click? Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> There's one I, when I was in the lounge until the wee hours of the morning, my friend um, was also in there, like, at a separate table doing programming stuff. And at one point, I, like, stretched back and, like, moved my eyes around to, like, resell my contacts. And the noise it made <laughs> was so unholy. Jordan turned around and he was like, are you breaking? <laughs> not not uh, exactly. Well, sort of. <laughs> Is it leaking? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, one more time into the mic. Pod, 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 pod. <laughs> I saw you've been listening to the uh, the Baby Driver soundtrack. Yeah, I'm clearing I'm out one of my 2019 things is trying to clear out all my saved albums on Spotify. Mm. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. One of my, my 2019 <laughs> Spotify New Year's resolution is to listen to more different things. To that end, I found... A lovely, uh, yeah, mm. uh, that song is from a playlist called Good Morning Jazz, mm. which has some fun stuff on it. That's a very, very sort of new age soul jazz kind of kind of deal. They're mm. very cute. And if you click on the thing, Whoops. the album art for that, uh, 
Fox? Yes, got a little fox on it. Fox friend. Kokoroko. Dogoro. Apparently, that well, if they have full albums, they're not on Spotify yet. Mm-hmm. But that just came out last year, so they might be very new. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, my most recent is Summer Nights from Greece, so we are. <laughs> yeah. Something, something. Speaking brands. of Imagine Dragons, you see the tweet that was like. Are, are you freaked out knowing that any combination of six <laughs> white people could be Imagine Dragons? And yes. <laughs> I'll load your own. Oh. <laughs> now I'm going to cry. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a podcast that goes to the... Flawedcast. I'm going <laughs> to listen Flawed. to Speaks. <laughs> Flawedcast. <laughs> Bubkiss. <laughs> to the end of the pod will you talk to me there are words there are things that we could see another pod would you talk to me I don't know how that goes as well as I think I do you can't. Th- uh, uh, the, have you seen the the? I think it's the Twitter thing. Was the the girl is singing the alto part of All I Want oh, for Christmas? Oh, the I <laughs> and I. There's <laughs> it once at at my high school. We had an assembly, and a girl came out mm-hmm. to sing the national anthem. Yeah. And she sang the alto the part. The alto part. And I don't. I never. It wasn't as bad of an out- like that was a bad that was a poorly arranged version of I just want you for my own more than you could ever know yeah that sounds Make like a my wish Britney Spears true. melody <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you like one of the principles of good multi-part you, choral baby. writing is that each of the lines is supposed to be melodic and like a nice tune in its yeah. own right and so when you're good <laughs> that can be the case. When you're a hack, you end up with alto lines like that because yeah. they're usually the last to be filled. Have I ever shown you Alto's Lament? I don't think so. It's, I don't know who wrote it. I don't think it's from a show. It's like a, a meta commentary on show, but something that people perform at like 54 below. <clears throat> um, it's a girl singing about like, I was in all these shows, but you might have seen me on the stage in Phantom or underneath my dirt in Miserable. But if you try to pick me out from all the voices in the crowd, I think you must have had a problem. <laughs> and then she's like, here are all the alto parts I've done. It's three little maids from school. Are we filled to the brim with girlish glee? <laughs> three little maids from school. Again, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's when you're a heck. It's no good. The hills are happening. alive with the sound of music. That's, uh, yeah, <clears throat> no good. Well, I mean, it's the same with basses. It's like, in, in, if, if basses are featured it's because they're the dragon or the big bad guy or whatever it's like the evil character is always a base and I feel you don't so want to be the dragon <laughs> <laughs> not not not, not, not in opera who are you <laughs> you used to be my brother <laughs> Havana Daydreaming by James Buffett <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought you were doing the okay Look you, my brother where? Anakin okay, okay, oh no, that's I could please don't yeah. I don't even I don't even know how to read music I'm uh, I'm like ridiculously an auditory learner. I think is what I have learned about myself in my twenty mm-hmm. some years of this planet. Squirrel, yes. Squirrel. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> Not to distract you or it's anything. High up there. Be careful. Those are some spindly branches. Yeah. You are very much an auditory learner. As yeah. you watch the squirrel. Oh, he got he got it. <laughs> yeah. Go squirrel. He's got the fruit. Those apples. 
also we have the fruit. Also Squirrelies. Golden, also golden retriever. Golden retriever. Yeah, look at him. Golden retriever. By the tree. Hi, friend. Aww. Good friend. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You zoom. You zoom. Yeah, no. <laughs> so much. Like, I can't. There's such a... I've been dinking around a little bit trying to get back into being able to read music mm-hmm. with the with the great advance of the Casio SA-76 brought to you by you. <laughs> 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 like PBS going like, you did this to yourself. Um, but there's such, like, I, I'm having a really hard time with the disconnect between like, like I can hear stuff and like give me some time and I can figure it out. But mm-hmm. the transitioning from seeing it written out to do 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 is harder for me and in the same yeah and in the same vein like i can not well but i can pick up like accent mark differences and like lyrics and stuff and but like just like reading from a textbook it Mm -hmm. will break me yeah so i do a bunch of like talking at people about whatever I've just read so that I can have that, especially in like the flip classroom thing in the stats class. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just, it's not, it's not in me. Yeah. I remember like quotes and slam poems and stuff. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. What kind of learner are you? Do you learn? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm none of the above. I think I'm more visual. What's the other? Olfactory? What's the third? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's... Vi- you you get to edit this, so you make all the noises you want. Great. Slurp. Um, <laughs> there's visual, auditory... Kit. I know. <laughs> it's like a Christmas tree. Sorry, go on. Yep. We're all very pleased with what you've done. <laughs> there's visual, auditory... Um, olfactory. Sure. There's one that's like that's like kinesthetic, like getting up and doing stuff and like oh. writing things out on like big whiteboards okay. and like do like building models and stuff. I'm definitely visual then. I yeah. Think. Yeah. <laughs> I like reading things, looking at maps. Yeah. Hit me, map man. Map <laughs> man. <laughs> Herberderberder. I'm Isaac. I like shirts and maps. <laughs> Just tag that on there, why don't you? <clears throat> so do we close with the alto part for all I want for Christmas? <laughs> I don't want a lot for podcast. I just want you to. You don't even get the words. Podigies. You just have to do the I and I. I. Okay. I just want to pod uh, with you. Do some things that we can do. Talk about some stuff. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is pod. Pod, uh, baby. <laughs> pod, 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 pod. You remember the best of it better than I do. I just want you for my pod. (laughs) I just want to hear podigies. They give more to me, please. Podcast, I need more. My podigies. On the floor. Edit. It's a rhyme somehow. (laughs) Brilliant. Door. Door. Kick, kick, kick them out the door.
faster so we can listen more. Puppy with some s'mores. That's not good for dogs unless it's carob. Just feed a dog a marshmallow, let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) But graham cracker too. Yeah. Crunch. Crunch. Don't deny them the crunch. That's I'm actually a, disturbing. I'm a piranha. <laughs> they live in the Amazon. <laughs> Any graham crackers? <laughs> That's, I think, what we're getting to. <laughs> Thank you for potting with me. Mm-hmm. I've lost all of my pod. Pod, 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 Somehow that at the very end that turned into the uh, what we have learned song from VeggieTales. <laughs> now that a song is done, let's take a look. Mm. What have you got for us today, Cordy? Doom, doom, doom. <laughs>